Welcome to the Sports Grab Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Today we're addressing the question of how to enter the world of professional sports analytics. We're joined by Lauren Boothby, who's the defence analyst for the North Melbourne Football Club. Lauren has completed an honours degree in exercise sports science at the University of Western Australia, whilst holding roles with the West Coast Fever, the West Coast Eagles, and now currently is defence analyst at North Melbourne. Lauren, thanks for joining us on the Sports Greater Podcast. Hello. So Lauren, what sparked your passion for sports analytics? To be honest, I didn't actually know a full-time position existed in the AFL as a performance analyst. So I applied um, at the West Coast Eagles in my third year of study um, to do a prep placement there. And the prep placement was in the performance analysis department. So um, I got an insight into what it's like working in an AFL club um, and I loved it from the first day. I also was a massive Eagles fan, so it was a dream come true to be inside the door. I really enjoyed all the different jobs I got to do at the Eagles from all the nitty-gritty tasks of setting up on cold, freezing, rainy days at waffle game days to filming training sessions in the sweltering heat um, at Subiaco Stadium. It was a dream come true to be at the Eagles working in the analysis department. Lauren, as a massive Eagles fan, what was it like when you got the phone call from the person who said, Lauren, we'd love to have you a, a part of the of the Mighty Eagles? Um, it was a dream come true. I couldn't believe that I was going to actually go to Subiaco Stadium and get to be on the other side of the door, not just walk inside the store and be buying merchandise. It was, it was really exciting um, just walking past players and coaches in the hallway, even though they had no idea who I was um, to begin with. I got to know some of the coaches and everything while I was there. But, um, yeah, it was amazing. So your time at the Eagles, you obviously would have built a lot of relationships um, during your time there. How did these relationships help you basically lead you to your next role at the West Coast Fever? So probably the most pivotal relationship I built was with a high-performance manager, Glenn Stewart. Uh, He helped me a lot. Um, I went in and had one-on-one sessions with him learning about a lot of different sports science um, things that they were doing at the Eagles at the time. Uh, He took me through a lot and gave me a lot of his time. That relationship, that really helped me... um, get my honours project the year after. So I expressed interest that I wanted to do an honours project. Uh, He had already filled an honours project at the Eagles at that time, but he did have an honours project that he thought would be suitable for me at the West Coast Fever. So that honours project was um, looking at the effects of travel on West Coast Fever's performance. 
um, which was obviously a big thing at the time for West Coast Fever travelling from Perth. Um, they also had New Zealand teams in the competition, so they wanted to see what the impact was um, at that time. Lauren, just on that, um, for other people who are considering doing an, an honours program, what, what are the, some of the um, mechanics around that? Was that offered as a, as a scholarship or is this um, do you have to pay to do your honours program? What sort of um, setup can you, you know, start to do that further study on? Uh, so you had to get certain grades to be accepted into honours. Um there were different honours projects that UWA Sports Science Department were offering at the time, depending on what you were interested in, if it was biomechanics, um, more exercise physiology. There were lots of different projects going. Um, but as I was really interested in professional elite sports at the time and performance analysis as well, um, I was lucky enough to be able to tee up one with West Coast Fever. So that wasn't one that that was offered. It was one that we kind of made up with my supervisors at the university as well as people at West Coast Fever and Glenn Stewart at the Eagles. So um, I really enjoyed my time doing honours and my thesis. It was a very stressful year and a really big year, but um, I definitely learned a lot and I have no regrets. I don't think I would have been able to get my job if I didn't do honours that year, even just having the piece of paper, I know when I when I did end up eventually getting my job that I'll talk about later, um, they definitely they definitely loved that I did honours and I had experience in writing a thesis. Um, I learned a lot about performance analysis, a lot about statistics. We did a statistics unit that year um, that was obviously heavily. Um, that revolved around sport, so that really helped as well. And through volunteering for both the Eagles and the Fever, what were some of those key skills that you think you developed during that time that's given you that leg up in your role now? Uh, I think relationships is key. So um, just turning up every day, building relationships with people, Sometimes you might feel like some some mornings I was turning up to West Coast Fever training, I felt like I wasn't really doing much, but I was still there. I was still offering help um, and I was build, building relationships and those relationships ended up being um, so valuable to me. They, they gave me great references down the track and at the time I probably didn't even know, know the impact it was having just turning up, but um, yeah, just turning up, volunteering your time, offering help, um, going above and beyond when you can. Um, it really, it really does help you. I think that's a, it's a good point. You know, when you, when you're volunteering at a, a sporting organisation, obviously it's a volunteer position. It's not paid, so sometimes I can imagine many people would feel like they're not actually having an impact. And it's interesting that you say, you know, sometimes you didn't feel as if you were, you know, having the hands-on impact that you want. But if that is happening, how can you influence in other ways? So I think that's a, a really good message to listeners. You know, if you're not doing the exact work, how can you build your profile and how can you put your best foot forward even if you're not um, in a paid position? So that's it. very interesting. Mm. And just, just to add to that, I know some of the realities that, students face in internships is that they don't always 
you know, their time isn't always filled. The people who are in charge of them don't always have, you know, full day's work and of responsibilities and things to keep them busy all the time. So uh, it then becomes up to the, the student to go above and beyond and to get creative and use their initiative. So I think what you've been able to demonstrate and um, to do through your time at the Fever and into the Eagles is, is fantastic to where it's got you now. Yeah, definitely. And even now being on the other side, we have students at North Melbourne um, and definitely just them turning up, offering help, doing the small mundane tasks for us. It means so much to us. Um, we we value that so much, the time that students put in, um, just setting up cameras, going and doing oval checks, um, doing doing little things for us, it really means a lot and that really does come back and help you down the track. You mentioned North Melbourne um, and I guess we should we should crack into that because it's a, it's a really awesome role and I know you worked really hard to get there. Um, obviously, you had to move from Perth to Melbourne um, for that role. Perhaps do you want to talk us through sort of that journey and how you – how you managed to get that role at North Melbourne? Yeah, for sure. Um, so the year after my honours year, I realised I probably wasn't going to be able to get a full-time job at West Coast Fever. I loved being there. They had a full-time analyst and a full-time sports scientist already though and they weren't going anywhere um, and there's not that much money in netball. Uh, so I did really want to crack back into AFL anyway. That's where my passion lies. Uh, so I I continued volunteering, but I also did a six-month online grad certificate at ACU in performance analysis. Probably one of the most important, the, the biggest thing I got from the course was a one-week intensive course that we did in Sydney at the beginning of the grad certificate. Um, I met a performance analyst at GWS when we were there. We got to tour the facilities um and he also that relationship I built with him um it it really helped me down the track as well so I expressed my interest um in an internship he had there I knew the success rate of doing that internship a lot of people had got full-time jobs in the industry after the internship so I really really wanted to get into it um I ended up getting coffee with him in Melbourne when we crossed paths later that year um, and we discussed, we ended up discussing how maybe Sydney wasn't probably too well suited to me. I didn't have any family or friends in Sydney. The internship was unpaid um, and it was really, it was going to be really hard to make ends meet and I was probably going to feel a little bit isolated as well. So he 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 did the right thing and he said, Lauren, I'm just going to put you in contact with four or five other analysts, other clubs in Melbourne. Um, I think you'd really, they'd really um, enjoy, enjoy meeting you and you'd get a lot of out of it, even if it's just a coffee. So uh, I ended up meeting with quite a few clubs and um, one of them was North Melbourne. And at the time they would, they were actually, um, advertising for a performance analysis position um, and I thought I was just getting a casual coffee with um, who ended up being my boss at the time and she treated it as my first interview. Um, went home to Perth thinking it was nothing and I got two more Skype interviews when I was 
back in Perth and two weeks later I was back in Melbourne working full-time. Um, and I guess that sort of that highlights how important that grad certificate was, you know, to build the network that you had, um, you know, to continue talking to people who can, you know, then lead you on to somewhere else. Like sometimes your network, it's not exactly that one person, but it's who they know as well, who um, who they can get you in touch with. And obviously um, because of the great work you've done, it's that's worked out really, really well. And even with, um, you know, your, uh, I guess, you know, you identified clearly that you wanted to continue learning and there are short courses out there that, um, you know, sometimes people can think, you know, what what's in this course other than, you know, an extra piece of paper and what, what's it really going to add to my um, capabilities. But I think some of the, the bits that uh, go unnoticed are those opportunities that, these institutions give you to network and to meet people, which has got you to talk to North Melbourne in the end. Yeah, they were invaluable. Cool. So what, what, what was the process for someone moving interstate uh, to North Melbourne like? You mentioned that, you know, you were, you were in Melbourne, then you went back to WA, then you had to come back to North Melbourne. Um, that's a very short amount of time to kind of quickly get set up in a new job in another state. How did they support you through that? North Melbourne is like a family. They supported me in so many ways. Um, everyone in the football department was so helpful. Um, they really looked after me. So I, I was still standing on my own two feet, though. I found a place to live in Collingwood for the first three months with my friends. Um, and we were definitely living day by day at the beginning there. There were some tough days. I was walking to work. I had no car. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard. It was tough and definitely starting a full-time role for the first time, um, moving state, living out of home for the first time. It was a pretty, pretty hectic time, but I wouldn't change it. It was, it was really fun. With your analyst role at North Melbourne, what, what's the day-to-day, um, tasks that you, you get up to? I can imagine it'd be quite complex with, so during the week preparation and then on game day um, with the AFL. Yeah, for sure. So um, we, so I'm involved in um, putting reports together for the defence coach and the defenders. Um, so I support, I basically support the defence coach in any way that is going to help him. So um, I put a review together post game um, for the defenders. Um, and then I go through, I quickly transition from the review to the preview. So usually I've done a little bit of preview work before the game that weekend, so in advance, and then as soon as I finish the review, the preview starts um, and I get that to my coach as soon as possible so he can start going through that, going through it with the players and planning um, what his lineup might be like, um, what what some of the key themes are going to be that week in training. Um, yeah, so definitely that first part of the week is very hectic. It's you're working against the clock. Sometimes you can find yourself working really long hours the first couple of days after a game, um, but it definitely gets better as the week goes on and then a game happens again and you'll go back into that mode. So, um, yeah, definitely 
do a lot of different jobs between reviews and um, previews. I'm also involved in still doing stuff like filming training, um, putting together um, training packages of vision and coding um, and stats from training for the coaches as well. So still involved in doing a lot of the little tasks as well for the coaches. Lauren, elite sport is obviously extremely competitive and within that you've got some pretty strong personalities. I'd imagine you would have come across a few within the in the coaching department. How do you go about working with those people? Um, I'm not sure. I've never worked in a different club, so I can't compare um, really. I didn't work full-time at West Coast, so I didn't know what it was like, but I've never had any any issues with the coaches at North Melbourne. Um, and I'm seriously, I'm not lying. Everyone has been so nice from the day I walked through the doors. Um, I've also never felt they're all about equality at North Melbourne. I've never felt like anyone has treated me differently because I'm a female. No, a player, a coach has never not listened to um, advice I'm giving or listened to my opinion just because of my gender. So I feel really welcomed um, to say what I think um, and speak what's on my mind. So, Lauren, how important has further education been to you and your career beyond your initial bachelor degree? Yeah, so um, definitely honours um, and my grad certificate in performance um, analysis helped me heaps. Um, but I'm actually studying at the moment as well. So I've just started my Master's of Sports Analytics at La Trobe Uni part-time. Um, this, for me, was more about furthering how I can use data more efficiently at work. I wanted to learn a lot of the course content and apply it directly to my job at North Melbourne. Um, North Melbourne have been really supportive of me doing that as well. So it just takes a little bit more of my time on my day off um, and during the week just to get the one unit done. But I've really enjoyed, I've already been able to apply it to my job directly. So I'm really excited to get get the course done. Finally, Lauren, for those pursuing a career in performance analysis, what's the best way that they can go about getting experience now, particularly if they're involved in a grassroots club? Um, I think the best way is um, reaching out, making making relationships where you can, talking to people, asking questions. Um, I know that everyone nearly everyone I've come across in my pathway to where where it's gotten me today has been more than happy to answer questions and help so if you just ask people people usually help and are usually happy to answer questions and give you their time um I think that's probably the number one thing um and yeah just keep keep learning um keep volunteering keep giving up your time Sometimes it feels like you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but um, really volunteering means so much to people. Um, people need your help, so they'll they'll definitely give back to you if you give to them. Well, Lauren, we might have to leave it there, but it, honestly, it's been uh, fantastic having you on the Sports Grad podcast. Um, we've so- certainly learned a lot about um you know, sport in a different lens, we, we often talk about the sports management side and sort of the, the business side of sport, um, and it's been fantastic to hear um, about your role and um, sort of the exercise sports science side of sport as well, which a lot of listeners um, may be involved in, and it's great to see sort of your journey um, 
and where, you, where you've come from. For sure, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the SportsGrad podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at SportsGrad. 